Hey there, heart-led business owner. I have a question for you. Is your business built on a solid foundation? It's so common for entrepreneurs to focus on strategy when starting and building their businesses. They look for the next five-step system that will solve all of their problems and launch their biz into overnight success. But the problem with building your business on a foundation of strategy is that it's like building a house on sand. When the strategies change, which they're continuously doing, or a crisis hits, like a global pandemic, your business cannot weather the storm and it begins to crumble. But if you instead create a soulful business that is built on a foundation of self-exploration, personal development, and inner work, you can create a business that can withstand any external changes. Instead of trying to change yourself to fit into the business world, you can start to see yourself for who you truly are and your purpose for being here. You are able to flow with the ever-changing strategies. You can trust your instincts and follow your intuition. You can make decisions that are in alignment with your mission and values. You become anchored in your unique gifts and soul's purpose. And most importantly, you can create the impact that you were sent here to create. And that's exactly why Lucy and I are so excited to share our brand new 12-week program, Creating Your Soulful Business. This is unlike any other business coaching program. Instead of focusing only on strategy, our main focus is on self-exploration, personal development, and empowerment so that you can take inspired action. Over the course of 12 weeks, you will dive deep into the truth of who you are and the unique role that you are being called to play. You will be held and supported by a group of other like-minded, heart-led leaders who are on the same journey as you to share their gifts with the world. There is nothing cookie-cutter about this program or the way we guide you to building your business. Everything is individualized to help you express yourself in a way that feels exciting and expansive. The waitlist is now open for creating your soulful business. By joining the waitlist, you will get $200 off enrollment when the program opens, as well as exclusive bonuses that are only available to the waitlist. If you want to get on the waitlist, go to the link in the show notes so you don't miss when the doors open to this incredible program this coming June. Aloha, beautiful soul, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, my guest is Masha Martinova, who is a mindset coach for people who are ready to go after their dreams. On today's episode, Masha and I talk about one of the most common mindset blocks, and that is our money mindset. Masha explains why our money mindset is so important and how we come to form our limiting beliefs around money. She shares her personal money story, how she was able to shift her beliefs around money, and what has been made possible in her life from doing so. We talk about why money can be such a difficult topic for us to talk about openly and some of the shame that we experience around this topic. 
Masha gives practical tips for helping you to examine your own money story and how to start transforming those beliefs for yourself. She also shares about her new group program, Money Moves, that is focused on helping you transform your relationship with money. This is a powerful episode about what is made possible in your life when you do the work to transform your money story. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, send them the link or share about it on your social media. And without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Masha. Welcome to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee, and I'm a business mindset coach, public speaker, world record holder, power lifter, and self-love advocate. I believe that there is so much power in owning and sharing our story, which is why on this podcast, I interview other powerful women about the challenges that they have overcome to be where they are today. My goal for this podcast is to create a safe space for all women to share their real, raw, and mostly unedited stories that will leave you empowered to live more authentically, openly, and freely. If you're looking to up-level your happiness, success, and fulfillment, then you've come to the right place. Look at this podcast as your weekly dose of personal development and mindset work to help you shift into your most uplifted self. Thank you so much for pressing play today, and now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, my guest is Masha Martinova, who is a former psychotherapist become mindset coach. She helps people who are getting ready to launch their big dream, ditch the fear, blast through blocks, and feel more empowered in their mission so they can live a life of freedom. She is also a client of mine who recently quit her job to go full-time in her business. Welcome, Masha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. So I love to just dive right in and hear a story from your past that got you into the work that you're doing today as a mindset coach. Absolutely. We don't have to go too far. Uh, I actually recently was in my own inquiry about how can I best serve right now? What can I create that will be truly useful for people given our current climate? So I was sitting one night and I was watching a documentary. I don't know if you're familiar, but there's this female fighter. Her name is Lucia Roiker. She's a Dutch woman. She's in her 50s now, but she was deemed the most dangerous woman in the world. And as a professional boxer, she fought 17 fights total and won every single one. Zero losses. She's also a lifelong Buddhist. And I was watching them interview her and they asked her, how do you prepare for a fight? And what she said completely blew me away. She said, I have to beat my own fundamental darkness first before I enter the ring, which is my doubt. And the moment I can overcome her, then I can finally face my opponent. So I was completely blown away by how simple and profound that was. So I asked myself, like, where is my own inner darkness? What am I not looking at? Because I have to conquer that first before I project or before I serve or bring value to my community around me. What beliefs do I have that are limiting me? 
and boom. I mean, right now, I think we're all about our brains. Everybody's feeling either imprisoned or overstimulated, sitting at home alone, just with their minds. And so we have all these programs that we're noticing that we're running that are ancient, either from our families, around money, any kind of, you know, outdated software. And I just really feel that it would be useful to have a money mindset kind of revamp. Like, how great would that be for people right now who are kind of getting really curious about money to have some fun with finance? And I want to kind of like take you on a little bit of a journey. I want to have you imagine something. Imagine drawing a circle and leaving a little gap open without quite closing the circle. Now look at it and just see and feel how much your eyes and your whole system wants to make that circle whole. It's like our whole system is geared to wholeness, to completion. In therapy, it's called gestalt. Then I want you to zoom out and think to yourself, where in my life do I have this gap? And it could be manifest in so many different ways. For example, I have this limited amount of money, but I have this goal I want to make, and I see a gap. How do I get across it? Or I have this offering I want to create, yet I'm stuck before taking the leap across the gap to complete the circle. Or I know my value is this much, but yet I see a gap in how much I'm bringing home. And so there's so many ways that we're existing with these incomplete circles, these gaps that stand in between where we are and where we would prefer to be. And so it takes a lot of energy squashing down the anxiety of not being able to know or not knowing how to bridge that gap. And I feel like this is really where mindset work comes in. Yeah, I love that so much. And so were you seeing like, especially right now that a lot of people were struggling with your money, with their money mindset and their relationship with money? Is that what really inspired you to focus on this in your business? Yeah, absolutely. I did kind of a barometer check. I did my own market research just for the people around me, like who happen to be like healers and coaches, freelancers, consultants. I kind of asked them like, how do you feel about what's going on with money right now? Are you in fear? Do you feel kind of oddly curious about what's going on? And I got such a wide spectrum of responses But what I definitely got was interest. Like people were like, I think it's time to look at my money stuff. Because now more than ever, some people are working overtime and they want to be able to see and work on different things that they never really had time to look at before. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about your own money story and your own relationship with money and how you've been able to transform that to where you're at today. Totally. I had to do all of this work on my own as well. And of course, reaching out and having resources with you as my amazing coach with others in my community. But the first place that I had to start was I come from a family. um, I'm Russian. So we come from a land of like feast or famine. That's just historically baked into our DNA. So I started noticing, it's like, wow, I know how to generate money. I kind of know how to manifest things, you know, and create value, but it just looks like it's not constant. So how do I keep from going feast and famine from being chaos to being more smooth and to be able to provide value that's exponential. That's always going to be making me money, even when I sleep. So 
I had to go and take it apart piece by piece. And we'll do that in my group as well. Like we go and we find out what's your real money DNA story. What beliefs are you carrying around that it's just time to upgrade them? So that's where I started. And I had to look at even what happened during school. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced carrying around debt and how like draining that is, how incomplete of a gap that feels on even trying to reach our new dreams when we're still kind of cleaning up the stuff from our past. Yeah, absolutely. So what were some of the biggest lessons that you learned from healing your relationship with money? Oh, it was so, so profound. The way that we do money is the way that we do everything. If you are feeling like your money is kind of trickling in, I challenge you to look at like, where are you being stingy with your energy? How are your relationships like? Are you providing a service or value that people are really kind of enjoying and sharing? And is it growing? And is it generating you wealth, not only with money, but with like your interactions with people, your things that you're interested in? It trickles out like dominoes throughout our life. And money is just a form of congealed energy that once we kind of like loosen the fear around that and the blocks around that, it ripples out so far. Yeah. It's like how you do one thing is how you do all things in your life. And I think for a lot of people, our relationship with money is just a mirror to so many other things that we have going on in our lives. So I would love to hear more about like, what are some of those common money blocks or common money stories that you've heard through, you know, your experience and then even in your own life? Totally. I think we really get confused with some of the way that people explain law of attraction stuff, or maybe some of the like no bad vibes, no negative thinking about money stuff. So that in turn turns into like avoiding. So we avoid things because we're thinking that if we don't think them, then that way we won't attract or block us our, ourselves off from wealth. But it's actually not possible to cover negative thoughts. Um, and with the best approach that I found and that really has worked for me is to actually just embrace them at, just as thoughts and that we have the power and within ourselves to reprogram them with more sane information that is more constructive. Covering up and ignoring huge areas of your life experience will also freeze you out of a deep, real joy and creativity, which is tied to creating value, which will bring you money. So again, the way you do money is the way you do everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so important that we really start to face our money story, but I think there can be a lot of shame, especially with women. You know, I think we're just expected to know all these things about money and to know how to manage our finances and how to do all these things, but they're never actually taught to us. And so it really becomes this thing that we start to avoid. Absolutely. Or we expect somebody else to take care for us. There's always like an imaginary either knight in shining armor or some big giant goal that we think if we just work really, really hard and spend all our time on that will take care of everything. When really it just makes it a lot more fun if we could A, get a real financial planner, somebody that can be your partner as you make big decisions and as you look at for the rest of your years, what your retirement is going to be like, what kind of decisions can you make around big purchases, things like that. But then also what's fascinating to look at is the money mindset stuff, which some finance um, planners, that's not really their wheelhouse. But if you work with 
a group or somebody that, or a professional, a therapist that will take the time to kind of peel away all the old stories. I think that it just makes it less scary. It makes it more fun. And it's so empowering to have both of those things in your life. It really takes a charge away from how impossible it might seem to, you know, make your credit score bigger, finally get rid of all of that school debt or make huge leaps in how much you bring home every month. Yeah, that's so important. So I'm sure that's how, you know, some of the ways that you support your clients is helping them to face their relationship with money, you know, how they approach money, but in a fun way. Tell me more about how you support your clients with that. Totally. So, I mean, we really normalize the fact that people that have some skin in the game, whether it's entrepreneurs, whether it's healers, they're usually kind of in the very beginning, everybody has a story of like a 500 credit score, sleeping on um, couches. That is okay. There is nothing, it doesn't mean anything about you. And I think sometimes people make meanings about about themselves around that and it, and it tends to limit their future actions. They believe, well, because I have this now, then this is my reputation forever and I'll never be able to get out of this. So I really kind of put that out there and dispel like, how true is that? Do you believe that? Would you like to believe something better? And it's a lot of that kind of work around confidence and reality testing. And we experiment with different things that work. Mostly I find that what's great is like, if you have other people that are also just as, you know, you don't have to be an expert. Sometimes I feel like people feel like, well, if I'm not Susie Orman, then I really can't, you know, this is huge. I don't want to look at this. This is like overwhelming. I'm not a financial planner. I don't know so much about finance. And that scares a lot of people away, especially women. But I think we just, if we just start talking about this and having more conversations, then it takes the bite out. And then all of a sudden you notice how other people are like, oh, well, you like money stuff. So let me tell you about this. And you start just acquiring knowledge. People start sharing things with you. And I think that's the best way to learn is when you just become open and other people give you their wisdom. Yeah. I think it's so important that we take that emotional charge out of it and create a space where it's safe to talk about even, you know, I think there's so many fears even around money, you know, because money is tied to, to so many things, you know, to, to, our health and, you know, our ability to access healthcare and food and keep a roof over our head that it's like money, you know, having money can oftentimes feel it can have so much emotion and fear around it. It's huge. Once we really start breaking it down and seeing where the fears lead to and like, is it, are you afraid of being homeless Are you scared that you won't be able to feed your children? Do you feel that now you'll have to shift away from your dream and now have to put that on hold? I mean, it's, it's a lot wrapped up into that. And I honor and respect that so much, but it's also not impossible to slowly start taking it apart and really looking at like, wow. And if I think this about myself, what else do I think about myself? And if I fix this about myself, like what else can I see, you know, change? Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of change, what would be like some action steps that people could take if they are, you know, maybe it's somebody who hasn't even looked at their relationship with money, is totally fearful about taking a look at their finances. Like what would be some action steps that somebody who's totally in the beginning of this journey could take? Totally. I think like it it even starts with like little things. We kind of, I think we kind of discount how, how prepared we should be before we start like doing the budget, 
looking at where your expenditure is going, like seeing like, huh, am I spending things? Are the things that I'm spending my money on tied to my values or am I doing this because it's a coping mechanism? So before we get into all that nitty gritty, very charged work, I think it's important to kind of just think about like, hmm, where is my anxiety coming from? Like, is my anxiety like in my body? Am I getting nervous every time I do this? Do I start getting distracted every time I sit down and try to like really you know, take this in and commit to this brand new goal. And once you've resourced yourself like that and and figuring out what you really need, what makes you feel good? Is it getting like, is it reaching out to a friend? Is it getting a coach? Is it writing things out? Is it calming down? Is it making sure that, you know, you, you better handle stuff in the morning or at nighttime, really setting yourself up for success and maybe taking it like, if it's like, it's called the Pomodoro technique where you set a timer for 25 minutes And then you work on something nonstop for 25 minutes without interruption and then take a 10 minute break. And if that's where you're at that first day, you can just stay there. Second day, maybe add on. But as long as you know that those 25 minutes you've committed to that, you can get so much work done. And once you kick in that momentum, it's amazing to see how people kind of really step up and and feel empowered around this. It becomes more manageable and less scary. Yeah. So it sounds like it's taking like really small steps and then building on those daily habits. Totally. And then you start getting excited, which is what like I've, I've experienced to myself. I'm like, oh, I can do this. Damn. I freed up so much energy. And now I talk to my friends about it. And now I really feel like, you know, an adult because I get to like have these conversations about money that used to so bore me or so like I would just feel so shut off from. And now I'm getting a little more interested. I'm like, oh, sweet. And then there's the investment part. And there's like these things that used to be so foreign become actually a little bit more. You start getting curious and you start to see what really is possible. And then you find other like-minded people. And it's kind of a very transformative experience in a really short amount of time. Yeah, I think it's so important to be able to get in community, especially when it comes to talking about these things. Cause I think, you know, like we were sharing before, there can be a lot of shame, a lot of fear that's built around our beliefs and our relationship with money that when we get in a group of people and we share about it openly, it just breaks down all of that. And we realize that so many other people are feeling the same way, are experiencing the same things. And it can be such a healing experience. Totally. The medicine that you find in a group is you can't recreate that. And especially for something like things that we're shamed about because shame wants you to feel alone. It wants you to feel small and not tell anybody and think that you're the only one that's experiencing this. But I guarantee you, you are not alone. There's somebody like within on the same block sitting there feeling so embarrassed about their credit score or however much they owe. And there's really no reason to anymore. We can really come keep together and join. And once we have that, then what else can we get together, you know, and do within community? Absolutely. So speaking of community, you're actually starting a brand new money group. So tell me about that. Sure. This is my baby. I am so, so this is such a gift that was channeled and kind of given to me by, you know, my experience of working on my own stuff, but also by you and by all the other amazing women that are around me that are always helping me and pushing me forward. And yeah, I was like, what can really serve the people in my life right now? And it, it ended up being like, actually people want to form to be able to talk about all the various nitty gritty stuff about money. 
whether that's future planning or just looking at stuff right now and beliefs. So I set up this group. We kick it off May 7th. It'll be two months long. There's a private Facebook group call every two weeks where there's hot seat coaching, but mostly it's a way to build awareness and kind of build up your muscle of like journaling and doing exercises and really taking the back door to finances so that it's not like boring and equations and stuff like that. But it's really kind of like, um, looking at the beliefs that drive us, look at the sub- looking at the subconscious parts that drive us that are, have nothing to do with math or finances or anything like that, but play a huge role in the financial situations that we find ourselves in. So we have a group now. It's called the Money Moves Group. That sounds so amazing. And it sounds like it really is a combination of doing the inner work, the mindset work, but then also some practical strategies so that people can start to see tangible results in the way that money starts to show up for them. Totally. And I think what's different about this group too, is like, I really want people not to just feel like they're getting broadcast upon with information that may or may not apply to them. I want them to really pick one goal. And we get in the very beginning, our first week is set on like, how do we make a goal that's really like in tune with our purpose, in tune with our gifts and where we're going so that we're fully vested and committed to seeing them through. They're not, it's not just empty, busy work. So once we have those down and once we know from like what our standards of integrity are, whatever our intentions are, then, you know, that's our compass to move forward. And over this eight week process to really push the needle on bringing this goal to fruition while being held in the safety of a group. Yeah, that's so powerful. And One of the cool things about this group is it's all donation-based. So I would love to hear more about that because I think that that's so powerful, especially when it comes to a money mindset group where it's like people really get to choose what they're investing into this. Absolutely. 100%. Right now, especially we want to be mindful of where everybody is at in their lives, but we also want to give them a little push and we want to want them to step and commit to themselves and to seeing a really big goal through that will probably make them money in the long term. So we, the donations are 35 to 50, but nobody will be turned away for lack of funds. You can even donate $5. And I just really want a for people to be able to have this experience of not feeling alone right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, 30 to $50 for a two month group is such an incredible deal. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, it just really shows that you're doing this from a place of really wanting to help other people transform their relationship with money, because I know you have experienced what has been made possible in your own life by doing so. Oh, 100%. And once we get everybody kind of tuned in and finding their own groove with it and their own like beautiful, amazing, abundant frequency with it, as much as I don't want, you know, I don't want to use too much woo woo words, but it's it's true. That is what it feels like. Once you step into your power around your personal finances, it feels, you feel like a different person, honestly. And I really want everyone to be able to have a taste of that and continue to on for themselves. Absolutely. Cause it really, it really starts to flow into every aspect of your life. So thank you so much, Masha, for being here. I know this is going to be such a powerful episode for so many people. So where can my listeners find you and learn more about the work that you do? 
Sure. My event is going to be at the link provided. It's going to be at Eventbrite. And then I am on Instagram at Coaching with Masha and also on my website, uh, MashaMartinova.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And the final question that I have for you is related to taking action. I know we gave some action steps before, but just in terms of like living a more uplifted life, what would be three action steps that somebody could take today? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think for me is something that I've been really playing around with is, you know how we have traditionally gratitude practices and it's important for us to kind of make sure that our gratitude practice doesn't uh, get stale. So it's good to like reinvent it and do different types, journaling, morning, all different types of things. I think another good practice to have is creating value practice where what would it be like for you to wake up in the morning and to really touch in and listen and ask for guidance to where can you bring value today? And it can come from anybody. The person in Walgreens is at, at the client you have, your coworker, your parent, your friend, your child, anyone that you could just take that extra five, 10 minutes, whatever it is to really like blow their mind and how much you are there for them, how present you are and how you hear them. Because I guarantee you, once you really start creating a value in all the different facets of your life, money will find its way to you. That is how that energy works. And so as I've done that for myself, I've really seen just a huge, first of all, change in what come, what finds its way to me. And also it expands my own ability to receive. And that's also really important in money work. Your ability to of worthiness and ability to receive the money that will come to you. Thank you so much for those tips. I know that's going to be so helpful. And thank you again for being here. And I'll make sure to post all of the links, especially to your new money group. I know that that's going to be such an incredible service that you're going to be providing to so many people. So thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss one. If this episode really resonated with you, it would mean so much to me if you screenshot and share it with your friends and family or share it on your Instagram story. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps me spread the message and get the podcast heard by more people. For more self-love and powerlifting inspiration, come follow me on Instagram or join my private Facebook group, Self Love School. The links are in the show notes. And until next time, stay uplifted.